Welcome back to the Self-Conscious Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Cortez. Joining me on this episode are the podcast hosts of Anthropology and the Time of the Apocalypse, Aaron and Nina. Both Nina and Aaron graduated from DePaul University, located in Chicago, Illinois. I came across their podcast on Instagram when I also first started and have been listening to their episodes since then. We both connected and agreed a collab had to happen. So before we get started, Aaron and Nina, I'm going to ask you guys a question so the listeners can get to know you a little better. What is your pet peeve and why? Such a good question. Gosh, and I think it's pandemic related, but I think it's masks below your nose. Just, you know, invest in a mask with a nose wire if it won't stay up (laughs) and keep your breath away from me. Agreed. (laughs) Um, I think mine is I hate hearing people chew. Like I can't, <laughs> when me and my f- girlfriend just moved in together, I didn't realize that she does this like sucking when she like is cooking and tastes things. Mm. And after a couple of weeks, I was like, babe, <laughs> please. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> um, so yeah, I really don't like that. Um, I think that's it. Oh, I also don't like like tapping. Yeah, can't do it. Like nail tapping, like the long ass nails yeah. tapping? Yeah. yeah, I hate long nail tapping. I don't understand. I don't understand the trend. I'm probably bashing on my cousins because they have some, but I don't like <laughs> it. <laughs> but I also, I'm such a food person. Like, I cannot enjoy myself eating mm-hmm. if I'm hearing you eat. Give Music me the, the respect background. I deserve to eat. <laughs> right. I, I have to agree. Yeah. <laughs> Let me hear my teeth munching, not yours. Or like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I dated a guy who he only chewed with his mouth open because he. And those was always like <laughs> it was disgusting uh, it was so awful and that is one of the reasons why we broke up <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it goes with like um you know people who like chew gum but they chew gum with their mouth open mm-hmm. yeah. i'm like what is wrong with you like <laughs> what the hell yeah <laughs> for the world to see <laughs> all right well let's go ahead and get started with this week's episode Online school has been hard for everyone from elementary school all the way to college. If you have a kid who's in school or you know someone in school or a student yourself, you know the struggle has been real. Erin, Nina, and I are going to talk about our own experiences of being a college student during the pandemic, how it affected us, what we did to cope, offer some advice to fellow students out there. And while we are at it, we're also going to talk about Erin and Nina's podcast, Anthropology and the Time of the Apocalypse, how it started, how they met, and the reason behind the podcast. Can you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves? Oh, yeah. Sure. I'm Erin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really interested in disability justice and I, I am disabled and I really care about disability justice <laughs> and I'm from the East Coast and I love Chicago now and I <laughs> live with a cat and that's a lot about me. <laughs> <laughs> that's like not enough about you, Erin. Oh my God. I mean, you know, are you single? Should the listeners know that? Dang, um, I am in a committed relationship. I'm queer. I'm gay. Yeah. I have a lady friend. (laughs) Gal pal. You're being so, like, mysterious. Oh, my God, I don't know how to introduce myself. Nina. (laughs) Erin is an enigma. Yeah. I'm like, I've never heard you, like, struggle so hard <laughs> what's oh, like no. one 
fun fact. I'm going to be dyeing my hair again soon. So it'll be oh, another really? fun color really soon. What do you know what color? Yeah, it's like purple and pink again, Ooh. but like dark purple for my roots. <laughs> I hope it sticks, but um, yeah, oh, that's fun. fun. Okay, Nina, what about you? I'm black. I like to say that because <laughs> I feel like people don't know over audio. Like that's seriously, true. <clears throat> I'm white. I have like such a monotone voice. And I really worry that people think that I am a white person. I am not. <laughs> yeah, so I'm black. I'm from Chicago. I'm from the South Side. I'm a White Sox fan, not a Cubs fan for anyone who knows that. <laughs> my mom is from New York. My dad's from New Orleans. We just have family literally across every place, which is kind of fun. I studied anthropology with a minor and women's gender studies. And then I was like, not enough gender. So <laughs> I decided to do the master's program. The reason why I said I'm a generic brand is because I... <laughs> I am in an accelerated program where my fourth year of undergrad counted as my first year of my master's. So now I'm in my second and last year of my master's and I'm so tired. It's a way more intense process is what you're going it's through. It's so hard. And I, sometimes I don't want to complain about it. I'm literally, I could cry about it right now. <laughs> sometimes I don't want to complain because I'm like, no, it's fine. It's not fine. It's really hard, but we're almost there and I'm really excited. My Concentration, my thesis, which I am so excited about, is about ethnographies, if anyone knows what that is, <laughs> which is a really popular fieldwork tool that is used in anthropology to study people. And I'm researching the ways that using ethnography can be anti-racist and feminist and anti-imperialist. I'm so excited to be done with it, but I still have two quarters until I'm done. So basically, I'm just, I'm just always reading. And then apart from that, I'm also a gay, I'm a queer. Mm -hmm. I live with my girlfriend <laughs> and I like just do a lot of art and I eat a lot. You have a shop, a you have an Etsy shop where you I sell art, wonderful art. And it's really hard to do it sometimes. You want to drop that oh, Etsy account? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> it's you're still a flower. <laughs> Etsy.com shop slash you're still a flower and it's like the 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 it's the right spelling y-o-u-r-e so go buy my stuff support yes. me it's cool because books are expensive out here but yeah that's me that's all <laughs> so i guess let's talk about how did you guys meet oh god i always forget aaron we, <laughs> we met like sophomore year through anthro stuff and then yeah. like since then have just become friends and yeah yeah, so we were in like every class together at one point, mm -hmm. sophomore year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then just all cultural anthropology majors basically talk to each other. Yeah, all 10 of us. <laughs> all the archaeology students talk together, all the medical anthro students talk together. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we were like, well, we must hang now. <laughs> <laughs> we need to interact just because. No, literally, I, I remember... I said that on the podcast, I told someone that I wanted to be friends with Erin and like we decided to start inviting her to all the parties we hosted and then that's how we forced our friendship on her. <laughs> I'm, I'm grateful to this day. <laughs> and now it's been like four years. <laughs> Uncomfortable to think about. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming both your majors were anthropology. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's in the name. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I'm a double major in yeah. women's and gender studies and anthropology mm. and Nina's a master's student now <laughs> and has been I feel like I'm not actually a master's student like at you all you are I feel you like are. I'm a generic brand grad student <laughs> <laughs> 
what made you guys decide though like on majoring in, in anthropology we love learning about people talking yeah. to people we <laughs> like care so much about people so I think that that is like where cultural anthro started and has led us to now. Yeah. I started it because I really love folklore and oral history and just stories. That's really what a lot of cultural anthropologists study. I just love like history and people and that's what anthropology is. So I was like, click and roll. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. Please accept me. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Actually, I've been binge watching Supernatural. And they're always going oh. to like an anthropology professor for their yeah. shit. Maybe if I watched this prior to, I would have liked anthropology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a hard field to like though, honestly. Because I wouldn't necessarily say I like it either. <laughs> I think we're more excited about like the way we view anthropology and the way we view like, how it could be so much better. <laughs> Definitely. So, so that more people will like it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, so Loki, y'all trying to convince me. I see. I see what's happening no. here. <laughs> yeah, just switch. Switch majors, honestly. <laughs> it's too late. I'm graduating. I yeah. <laughs> Most people like minor in it, though. Like in big state schools, they offer lots more anthropology classes. So I know a lot of people who have minored in it, but still don't really know what it is. I don't, I can't even do anything with my anthropology degree unless I get a PhD. So yeah. it's also like, what is that <laughs> wait so does that have to do a little bit with why you guys started the podcast we started it because we needed f credits to fulfill literally and our department didn't offer a lot of courses and so we decided to do an independent study because all the classes that were offered were not our interest or we felt like we were already passed like, we're already taken it and we decided to try and develop a different way of research that we thought was like undoing the harm that a lot of researchers in anthropology have done also just goes back to like our genuine care and interest in people and what started as a research project has now turned into sort of our like passion project of mm -hmm. taking these types of conversations outside of an academic ivory tower right. yeah just doing something we love to like which is talking to people and how they are doing coping surviving and like finding joy all in the pandemic and like we were already doing a project around it and then when the panty hit we just were like let's make it <laughs> into a different format mm -hmm. and just decided podcast would be really fun yeah which it has been yeah we like really rolled with the punches of we didn't think of the idea of doing a podcast until we had to do a project virtually you know we were gonna do something in person then it's like okay well if it's something that could be disseminated and enjoyed virtually, right. would connect to way more people during this time. What are you hoping to accomplish with the podcast? I mean, you guys are kind of touching on it, but please elaborate a little more. Oh boy. I think just <laughs> like finding a sense of community and really changing, honestly, like what research is, what like the possibilities of research and attempting to practice what we have literally been writing about forever and just like really try to engage in a different, like a really nuanced form of research that a lot of our professors tried to take away from us, honestly. <clears throat> I think that's a big goal of it. And then just like talk to people who are really intelligent and like, like research is just engaging with many folks about different things and like allowing them to talk and be geniuses on everything that they know is really mm -hmm. fun and cool. 
And instead of boiling down these conversations and writing a paper about it the way like right. we would if this was a grade, this is something we're doing because we care about it. So I think we both started our podcast like around the same time. Oh, I want to okay, say yeah. it was probably like around the same time. I think like yeah. similar weeks even. <laughs> yeah. When I first made the Instagram page, it was sending me like a lot of suggestions of pages you should follow. And yeah. you guys were one of them. And so I followed you guys. But I don't know what it was. I was like, I actually really like this little <laughs> podcast here. And you guys would drop your episodes. I think I heard like the first episode where you guys were like talking about like each other, like so the listeners could get to know you. And I was yeah. like, wow, these are impressive ladies. Goddamn. <laughs> and like, oh, I no. thought it was, I thought y'all were also so funny. And I was like, I, like I told y'all, I fucking hate anthropology. Like I don't get along <laughs> with it. We are not friends. Sure. <laughs> we are not friends. Sure. No. No. We're not mm-hmm. even frenemies. We just, you know. <laughs> so, so you just don't even acknowledge, just in the avoid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the fact that you guys were gonna like kind of talk about it, but in like such a unique way, I was like, okay, universe. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing here. So I was like, okay, let me let me just give Anthro another chance. We were so excited when you DM'd us. I was like, oh my god! I texted. I think I don't know if I, Aaron texted you, me. Like, we were excited. <laughs> yeah, we were just like so excited because we had just started the Instagram. But I've enjoyed listening to you guys. Oh, I really you. love your podcast too. It's nice to listen to you too. You're really funny. People you have are really funny. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We're at the the small pods. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll get bigger, you know. True. true. I'll get bigger in right. time. So we were talking about like school life and all that. We talked about you guys' major. With that, how does a pandemic affect your academic life? Like, I think Aaron, you've graduated, but how did it affect you? You know, last year and. It's still affecting Nina because she's taking that master's program. But you know, just how has it affected you guys? I think it's awful. <laughs> I think it was so hard. I think it was impossibly hard. Yeah. And it also started out being like, okay, we're just going to have finals online. And then it's like, okay, we're just going to have the rest of, the- it was just a very like, I don't think anyone took it seriously enough. And so all- there was all these promises right. and no one knew what was So it was chaos, it was really hard to focus. I do think for me, being someone who's disabled and I have chronic pain and chronic fatigue, like honestly, virtual things was Mm -hmm. a really not like awful shift for me in terms Mm -hmm. of like having more energy to do things since I don't have to go out or do like a lot of just the labor to get there or the that stuff and I think that disabled people should have always had access to these things and just like any people actually because for any circumstance like online degrees are proving valid enough (laughs) and it was just a way to prevent access before yeah I don't know I think that part of it made it easier but it's still just like the focus like I think that expectations of ourselves have to be like a lot lower (laughs) which is really hard to deal with especially when maybe like you aren't getting graced with like the school or professor Mm. like and they aren't giving you things that you need to actually do well but that we can't expect ourselves to like do that as well as how can how can we we're like it's impossible yeah 
I just feel like I'm constantly adjusting. I feel like I'm never comfortable. I'm never like, ah, oh, this was like a good day for online learning. Every day I feel like I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm behind. Oh, there's class happening right now. Oh, I have a meeting. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm just always like, great. But I also feel really like, not grateful because it's, it's just like kind of a game of luck at this point, you know, like we have an office, which is dope, um, but we also moved during the pandemic. So we knew we needed an office. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like I have it really better off than lots of the students are that are around me, but also we're all still struggling so hard. And it's why it's so important for my professors to like hear us and just cancel shit and like be like yeah no we're not gonna do a traditional final and like we're not you don't have to do homework or like do one reading instead of four it's been really important to do that and even with that it's still so hard and so (laughs) dealing with that and trying to like study is so difficult and I really feel for like my stem friends because (laughs) Mm -hmm. their professors are not letting up and just really grilling them and making them take tests and it's just awful all I do is write papers and that's still a lot but the fact that they have to sit on the internet and make sure that the camera doesn't think you're cheating I just I don't know I just feel like I'm constantly adjusting but most of the time I'm eating a lot of candy the problem is when I'm working I have quotations air quotes I can just roll into my bed (laughs) I can just be like oh I'm done for today and then close the door (laughs) and go into my bed and watch tv and so that is not great (laughs) bad (laughs) for me I guess I don't like online courses just because I yeah. don't feel like I'll get everything I want out of it. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Especially like science courses and math courses. It's right. Totally. So hard, hard pass. But I needed to take some. You know, I didn't get the score I wanted. And I think I probably would have gotten a higher score if I would have taken it in person. But at the same time, it was a lot. Like even my courses that weren't those, it was a lot because this is my theory. But this is, you know, this is from my experience. Mm-hmm. My, I feel like my professor thought just because I was going to be at home, somehow I would have a lot of free time to do all the work. Exactly. And I feel like I got unnecessary amount of work. Right. And unrealistic timelines of when that work needed mm-hmm. to be completed. Definitely. And then like some courses. So we were supposed to have like two Zoom meetings and then, mm-hmm. you know, it just turned to one. So we would only meet once a week instead of the mm-hmm. twice a week that we were promised. And then there was like things throughout the course. Wasn't sure what was happening or what was going on just because we didn't have that time to talk about it because we had only mm-hmm. met once. And then we were right. supposed to do the rest of the work on it by ourselves. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I just think I've been teaching myself. I was like, either y'all don't raise tuition and like just give everybody a free pass or I get paid the teacher salary, the shitty teacher salary that you're giving these (laughs) professors because I'm teaching myself, baby. Exactly. Ain't nobody teaching me. (laughs) I'm teaching myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a great point. People are dealing with so many things. Hard to be 100% invested in school the way that they expect your free time to be. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's got crazy. I think it fucked with my mental health. It piqued my anxiety more than it did before. I feel like I get stressed throughout every semester. But I feel Mm -hmm. like this year, like with everything going on, like it was just a lot. And I had read something online that... I think it was online, but maybe it was a video on Instagram or TikTok, but there was a PTA meeting. Like, I guess one of the teachers was giving shit about how high school students were lacking or weren't being as, I guess, interactive with the class as they should be. And so they said mm-hmm. something like, you know, your stu- your kids are being lazy 
you know, with this pandemic, they're, they're home all day. They should have the flexibility and the availability to do what we're asking them to do. But I got so mad. And so did one of the moms, you know, I was, she backed her up from behind the screen. I was like, yes, queen, go off. <laughs> but she was saying like, you know, basically said like, how dare you like acknowledge the fact that, you know, kids, even ourselves, we're not as adult-ish mm-hmm. as I think we think we are. <laughs> but like, yeah. we need to recognize Agreed. the fact that like, we, this is a stressful time. These kids are definitely stressing out, not only about their schoolwork, but because their high schoolers are stressing about, you know, college applications as well. They're stressing yeah. about getting those grades. It's and impossible. Exactly. And even me, like, you know, you stress about like, if your family's going to catch COVID, how's that going to affect, how's yeah. that going to affect you? How's that going to affect the rest of you? Mm-hmm. And yeah. also with COVID going on and the restrictions, people have been laid off. People have lost their jobs. Yeah. And so yeah. how does that affect your home life? So there's like mm-hmm. all these other things, you know, the pandemic yeah. had a domino effect. Like it's affected us in more ways than one. Mm-hmm. And if you think it hasn't affected you, baby, reevaluate your <laughs> life because it did. <laughs> Anyways, it was just interesting because I was like, yeah, I understand that. I recognize that because I think that's probably what this, these teachers aren't understanding. Probably these mm-hmm. schools aren't understanding. Like just because we're home does not mean we have all the time in the world to do the work that we're supposed to do. We still have lives. You can't expect us to just do homework all the time. Literally, that's mm-hmm. where my time was mm-hmm. writing assignments, yeah. working mm-hmm. on projects. It just it was ridiculous because I felt like mm-hmm. I'm already caged in because of quarantine, you know. Yeah. So this is only making me feel even worse. So it, like I said, it definitely fucked with my mental health. This is the first time that I have, my dad's a psychologist and a lot of psychologists hate psychiatrists <laughs> like deeply because a lot of psychiatrists don't actually care about people. But yeah, this year I was like, I need drugs. <laughs> I was like, I need to be medicated right now. I was like, this anxiety, I can't do it anymore. I was like, no. <laughs> and my doctor was like, I hear you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate that people are put in the position but I don't think school should ever come before your mental or physical health I don't think that 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 the school system lends itself to that type of empathy so yeah it's not easy for people to choose themselves and then I mean there's like the lack of like interaction you know you don't get to interact with your professor you didn't get you don't get to interact with your classmates. I mean, I wouldn't talk to any of them but like you know group projects or like group tests you know kind of needed that help so it didn't it didn't happen but also like i would have questions and it's hard to get a hold of your professor Mm, just you know or set up a zoom meeting i like go to office hours all the time i just stopped emailing my professors at all and i would go to their office hours and be like hey good to see you and then just like whatever problem i had or whatever i was going to put in the email i'd be like so this is what i need from you and that's the only way i was able because i just i can't answer emails i knew they couldn't so i was just like listen i will grab you in the only time you have and get what I need. I mean, some people were talking about how no one goes to virtual office hours. Well, it was Meg yeah. who was talking about that. But yeah. so I feel like it's good because it's so much easier to like be able to communicate like what could be said in an email really fast. I'm so happy people are recognizing that there's so little that actually needs to be said in a real meeting and you can email me with like the the request. Points. Yeah, because I <laughs> at least on my job, we do or no. No, yeah, my job. <laughs> we do a lot of meetings and now people are like, yeah, no, we are, I'm not going to see. We don't have to do this. Just just quick email blurb and I'll figure it out. And I'm like, thank you, God. <laughs> I think it highlights how, how our education system is 
it highlights the problems mm -hmm. with it. It highlights the fact that we don't give students enough patience and grace as they deserve. And mm -hmm. that school really does, you know, present a lot of stress, anxiety, mental yeah. issues for a lot of students. And, you know, as a result, we didn't have all the resources to cope with that. And we didn't really have all the resources even when we were in school in person so and i mean like the global pandemic it's still happening like the vaccine is barely right. getting distributed so it's still affecting um, students now but i'm interested to see if this is going to change anything moving forward and i hope it does mm -hmm. yeah so. i'm wondering what it's going to be like in the afterwards i really can't mm, i don't i have no idea what school or work or everything is going to be like upon no covid it's unfortunate that the schools are trying to open up and like February here in oh, Chicago yeah. and it's like because we can think about what it will be like in the future doesn't mean <laughs> the future has to be two weeks from now <laughs> like we can give it more time students ha don't have to be in person it puts a lot of people at risk <laughs> well and um, I guess it leads into my next question here for you did you have to have it new <laughs> study methods huh <laughs> 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 as the person in school you can tell that there is not one brain cell left in me. <laughs> like I feel like I need to recover I think I just oh I've been waking up earlier that's what I've been trying to do I don't work at night anymore like do mm -hmm. homework I try and do it in during the day now especially since all my sh shit is actually like in my home so mm -hmm. I try and get up and do it and then if I don't get it done by kind of like eight I'm just done like I can't mm -hmm. keep forcing myself to like Produce. over extend myself basically so that's what I really tried and I never did that when we were still in person I was I would just like like be up until the wee hours in the morning but now I just like have to sleep and like I will not lose sleep over school anymore and just <laughs> I just don't do what I don't what I can't and mm -hmm. professors give me bad grades I fight them which is why I have a 4.0. <laughs> uh -huh. That was a, that was like a small like it, it was project. a flex. It was a flex. <laughs> it was literally a flex. <laughs> I had to. It's the one thing I have. This life. <laughs> I which sort of what you said is what I would echo is just because everything is pretty much in the home. It's like you could be doing these assignments at any time so therefore the stress right. and anxiety that you feel like I would feel 24 7 I'm like eating my breakfast and I'm like you could be writing right. <laughs> and doing everything and it's like there have to be times that you get to relax and and that looks different for everyone because people have so much going on but just like if you don't have times that you don't have to like think about school or worry about like if you're not doing something or if you're behind like I think that that time is really important yeah I agree I hated coming to my room. I was like, I can't go in there. It's where I die. It's where I wake up. It's where I die again. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's awful. Yeah. So it just elongated my study, my study time. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'll work on this today and then I'll do another couple hours tomorrow and then another yeah. couple hours tomorrow. Like, I think that's really what it was. And then I also feel like I held myself more accountable. Well, I tried. <laughs> I tried <laughs> to hold myself accountable, but I think it was easier to kind of lose focus with how school was set up this past year. And now it, you know, it's just easy to get lost in what's happening and get lost yeah. in yourself and easy yeah. for you to fall behind. And I think professors and schools need to be more forgiving of that and understand that. It's a bizarre time in history. We got to change some things for sure. 
but mm-hmm. I think right now you just got to be so understanding and patient with students which not enough teachers are so how did you guys cope with the pandemic you know your school life how did you cope what did you do for self-care I guess we do like movie nights every Friday and we got really into like artisanal popcorn <laughs> like we started popping our own popcorn which is actually really it's just we always try and look forward to something which really helps I think with me lots of just rewards for lack of a better word like I love binging shows that I'm really excited about oh and we like eat out every other week too so we always are like picking a new restaurant which is really like it just I love looking forward to something it really helps when there's like barely anything to look forward to it makes life less bleak and sometimes I'm like how can I have more thoughts like what more can I say and then there's more <laughs> I journal a lot um and then I I went real hard and plant keeping over the summer yep mm-hmm. <laughs> and some of them have died and my feelings are hurt <laughs> I know R-P. I also R-P think plants. I <laughs> she still has beautiful plants I still have like 70 in here yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're just the loss, the loss resting in peace <laughs> yeah <laughs> I too think plants was something that like really yeah. helped me which I yeah I just always wanted them before but I yeah I don't know I would say yeah similar like finding things to be joyful about and mm-hmm. yeah it's really it's it's bleak I also okay. I feel like I mean my last quarter was in the pandemic and it made graduating not feel real but also having like a deadline like a really soon deadline was was so helpful for me (laughs) like being like after this we're done (laughs) um (laughs) so that that helped me which is not for everyone (laughs) but yeah yeah, I recommend graduating (laughs) well you hear to hear graduate everybody (laughs) round of applause yeah (laughs) small round of applause <laughs> <laughs> or just dropping out i respect them both <laughs> oh my god yeah like, because again school will literally always be there and your health and your mental safety are way more important we're not That's like weird. endorsing it but we're not also denying right. it you want to drop out be a stripper you got my support i'm here for it oh, so odd. i love strip talk um dancers on tiktok i also really want to get i want to get into pulling really Dude, me too. Oh my God. yeah but poles are so expensive mm-hmm. yeah. like i do not have 400 dollars. i also don't have space like a metal rod <laughs> yeah in the floor i also like, rent so <laughs> i cannot destroy things <laughs> yeah i wish you like had a little backyard because you could I know, have one too. of the <laughs> which are also probably gonna... expensive once like things aren't so bad i'm gonna try and go take classes and support Mm -hmm. choreographers and dancers and all that more yeah that's the one thing i'm gonna do for myself is that something kind of yes (laughs) and setting goals things that will happen yeah yeah oh i also keep buying clothes i'm gonna wear them Mm -hmm. yes but i do buy so many clothes (laughs) and it's it's not that i have money it's that I don't, and yet <laughs> I still buy. Yep, it's a problem. Thank you, mom, for the gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone needs retail therapy, they can head over to You're Still a Flower on Etsy to Hot have some Etsy. retail therapy. 
to get some really cute earrings, it's some boob so bags. I'm just full saying. circle, full circle moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <clears throat> how did I cope? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you cope? What did I do? <laughs> hmm. I think it's like a multitude of things. I love scented candles. I would have mm. scented candles and then I meditate in my room, just have a little mm. quiet time or just listen to music. So relaxing. I also what play with favorite? my dogs. It's nice. Mm. What's your favorite candle scent? <sighs> I, That's a hard one. Yeah, I have a couple. I really like like anything lavender scented is oh, so yeah. good to me. Mm-hmm. I also like for something that like sandalwood. Mm, yeah i like it too yeah and rosemary is also really nice Mm. nice yeah bath and body work i want to eat a candle yeah i actually do though they look right yeah they get melty forbidden snack (laughs) (laughs) like bath and body works had like a sale it was like like like, annual candle sale and oh yeah i went out i went out (laughs) yep Mm -hmm. i was like fuck me up take all my money (laughs) that's a good investment Um, though i can't wait to smell all these things yeah exactly Um, so it was that and then like i drink i feel like tea just helps relax me in general when like i'm having a lot of stress or just anxiety peaked talking to you know i go to a therapist if that's something you want to do people yeah i highly recommend but i go to a therapist it helps me and also having an emotional support group like whether that be friends and family and that was for me especially with everything that happened last year's Mm -hmm. episode six for context or check out my collab episode with anthropology in the time of the apocalypse where i talk about it too (laughs) with everything that happened having an emotional support definitely helped me cope and you know you gotta choose good loyal trustworthy people because shit happens life gets real and you know as much as you think you're strong enough to handle it on your own it's sometimes it's just nice to just lean on somebody, you know, and know that they're yeah. there for you. And yeah. So, yeah. You know, it helps. I joined a sure. support group over the pandemic. I'm a sexual assault survivor, so we're survivors, but it has been like so health warming to meet with folks who have similar backgrounds and just like be in community and talk and off like resource for each other. I've been like trying to because I don't know why I'd, I'd never been in a support group before. And so I've been trying to talk about it a lot more because I feel like I wouldn't have been pushed to do it. And it's like helped me so much, like more than I ever thought it would. So I, if anyone is thinking about it, they should definitely check out a support group. They're really, really great. And I'm sure now there's a lot of virtual ones. Like Yeah, on definitely. Too. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> my final question for you guys, what advice can you offer other students who find themselves struggling to stay on top of their coursework or struggling in general with the addition of COVID and any other personal struggles? I would advise p- folks to get up someone in their life who tells them when they don't need to do things. My partner constantly is like, you don't need to do that. Don't do that reading. You don't need to do that paper. Get an extension on the paper. Email the professor that you can't do it. It'll be fine. Like she's very good at be just being like, you're not at capacity. So, and I can't tell, I can't tell myself when I can't do something because I want to do everything. And it's been very important to have her and my dad kind of, they just say, oh, well, you're a person and you come first. So don't do it. And they, I like actually listen to them and won't. I have to internalize it and not do work that I can't do. So I think that's important for a lot of students. And I offer that to a lot of my friends too. Like I try to be that person and just be like, yep, 
you don't have to do the assignment. Why would you do? Is your professor gonna grade it? No, so don't do it. <laughs> I hope I get into grad school. I hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I think it's really nuanced because, like, you also have a fair point out because you're an intelligent, wonderful student, and like, so I think <laughs> our professors or our WGS professors like can see that and it's not yeah. like you're not doing an assignment because you're like <laughs> want to get one over on someone it's like, yeah. like I can't look at a screen I'm gonna like explode exactly. <laughs> like I need to eat a cookie I don't know exactly <laughs> yeah I think I mean just finding what works or I don't even know because like like you said it's like there's no week where I'm this is the method that I will use from now on I think that mm. like we're in a, a constant situation of change and that like mm -hmm. what works for you one week might not work the next week and to maybe just you know, what Nina said find things to look forward to because it's real it's all really hard to do school right now and Definitely. people are are doing a lot and are really honestly incredible for getting through. Erin <laughs> I need you as my personal hype woman. Oh my gosh <laughs> I'm um I I offer those services to all <laughs> for free. <laughs> <laughs> freelance you, type woman <laughs> and I'll echo Nina's thing of can also offer people to not do things yeah <laughs> just don't do it just tell people to cancel yeah all the time also we um, whenever we are always like do you want to cancel oh I have to cancel we're just like yep fine <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks I was gonna do that anyway yeah <laughs> <not anymore. laughs> yes. yeah like Aaron and Nina are saying, you know, you can set boundaries. As crazy yeah. as that sounds, you can set boundaries <laughs> with your professors. You can set boundaries with yourself in regards to school. Like we said, this is a bizarre time. Understandable to feel all, all types of ways. Mm. But you got to prioritize what's best for you. You got to prioritize what's going to help you get through the day. What's going to help you get through the week. In regards to school, yes, go ahead and try. But also don't overdo yourself. Mm -hmm. Like Nina was saying, don't kill yourself over school. Like school will yeah. always be there, you know, but mm -hmm. yeah. your mental health, your emotional health, your physical health, like that's priority. Like you need to take care of you. Yeah. So if you still find yourself struggling in regards to coursework, like Erin and Nina said, like, you know, talk to your professor, ask for an extension. Mm -hmm. If you got to spread it out, spread it out. If you can't deal with school, just don't deal with it. Take a semester off. Yeah, you know, come exactly. back to it when you're ready. Don't feel forced to do it. You're not on a timeline, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anybody would blame you if you did take that time to just focus on you mm -hmm. with everything that's been going on. Right. Seeing as Nina and I will personally support you for canceling yeah. or stopping. Yeah. So I took a leave of absence when I was a sophomore. So like everyone does it. I think so many people do it and I just kind of don't talk about it. Yeah. Take a leave. <laughs> Not the drug, like leave abs of absence. <laughs> <laughs> Take your leave. Take your leave. Exactly. <laughs> if you're struggling in general with like the addition of COVID and any other personal struggles, like again, like a lot's happening. It's a bizarre time. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to feel whatever it is you're feeling. Don't be like, I got to work this out. Like I got to toughen up. I got to deal with it. No, you do not have mm -hmm. to. Being strong doesn't mean like letting go of yourself. It doesn't mean forgetting about taking care of you the number one person on that list should always be you i think we gotta just remember we're human and we're complicated yeah. and we mm -hmm. are gonna go through different experiences and 
incredibly so we're going through we're all going through the same experience of dealing with a global pandemic I'm sure you know you're dealing with probably your own personal issues in addition to that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I think you just got to take it one day at a time do what you got to do that day what if it's coursework and then make sure to put some time in to do things for yourself to do things that make you happy to do things that you know kind of put in like I guess one silver lining and what's what's been a hell of a ride so far I guess <laughs> your school journey your academic journey it's your academic journey don't compare yourself to anybody else in regards to yeah, it you're definitely. going through your own thing I guess what I'm really just saying is take care of you and whatever's best mm-hmm. for you whether that be therapy whether that be emotional support groups journaling uh, meditation, mm-hmm. exercise, candles, candles, aromatherapy. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, there's just a lot to it. Unfortunately, we don't talk about the ways you can take care of it in school and it's been highlighted yeah. a lot more with the global pandemic, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, I think we just got to start talking about that. There are resources, there are resources out there to help you get through it. You know, it takes a village and yeah. you know, right. I guess what's proved, what's been proven now with the global pandemic is that we really just got to be there for one another be kinder mm-hmm. to one another. And right. if you ever have any questions, if you ever have any doubts, you can definitely reach out to us here at the Self-Conscious Podcast or reach out to Anthropology in the Time of the Apocalypse with Aaron and Nina. We are all here to help you. It's- well, that wraps up the episode. I want to thank Aaron and Nina, the podcast host of Anthropology in the Time of the Apocalypse for joining me. And if you want to hear us talk some more, check out their podcast as I also make an appearance there. I'm going to give them both a chance to shout out their social media accounts if you want to follow them and subscribe to their podcast. Yeah, our Instagram and our Twitter is at Anthro in 2020. And we have a link tree that people can check out where to listen to our episodes. And also we have a form if people want to fill out and be part of the pod. Thanks guys for being on the podcast. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so happy to do it thank you for having us and don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts to be up to date on what we have going on on the self-conscious podcast such as upcoming episodes who our guest co-hosts for each week will be upcoming podcast collabs small businesses highlights and so much more our instagram is self-conscious podcast and our twitter account is at conscious podcast thank you to everybody who tuned in like always i hope you resonated with this episode learned something from it if you like this episode go ahead and subscribe to the self-conscious podcast we are available on all your favorite podcasting apps And might as well share this episode with a friend or family member. The more listeners, the better. We post new episodes every Tuesday. Eso es todo por hoy. I will see you all next week for a new episode. Until then, have a good one, Conchitas.